Welcome to Episode 7 of the Brain BS Podcast, Uncovering the Gifts of COVID. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now, here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hi there. Welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. Happy to be here. Kind of to be totally honest. <laughs> that's sort of the brain BS that's coming up for me. Because honestly, I'm kind of getting burnt out right now with everything that I have to do. And I also realize that I don't have to do any of it. I'm choosing to. But at some point when we decide to take on challenges, it kind of feels like it's not like voluntary anymore. Like it's sort of happening to you. And that you have like all these things that you committed to and a schedule for getting your marketing done and your social media stuff and your blog post. And and then I found like yesterday, I went to sit down to try to write the blog post for um, this episode. And I really had a hard time because it's, you know, the gifts of COVID, so I recognize a lot of people, no matter what I say, are not even going to see the gifts of COVID, and everybody's experienced it so differently. So I found myself um, kind of becoming anxious when I was writing it. It wasn't flowing. I spent a lot of time on it, and then I, I walked away to take a break from it. I went into the kitchen, and I thought, well, I'll just, my husband came home, and he put the news on. And and then they were talking about COVID and all the recommendations for the vaccine. And I found myself getting more and more anxious. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I know why I feel like I do. Because I'm just, I'm reliving everything. I'm thinking about everything related to COVID. And it actually caused me like to have a little bit of an energy shift. So anyway, it made, I, I felt really tired. And then I just started to feel really tired about everything because my brain BS was kind of snowballing and I was just getting like not into like the best frame of mind. So I just put it all away. I finished up the stuff that I had to do for the day. I had some clients at night last night. And then um, I started over a day instead of trying to come up with a story that was um, going to appeal to everyone because it's literally not possible. I decided to share my own story of how I uncovered the gifts of COVID. Feeling a little better, but I have um, a deadline to get the episode recorded today. So also, again, putting undue pressure on myself, which is so funny how we do that, isn't it? It really feels like it's so necessary, but it's not. So it remains to be seen whether I actually finish recording today or not. I'll make sure that I share that with you. So, um, but anyway, I really am happy to be here. This is so much fun doing a podcast. I highly recommend 
Everybody try doing it, and I can even help you get started. So you you hear my contact information at the end of the episode. Feel free to even reach out just to figure out how I've been doing this stuff and help you get started. So, okay, let's get to the episode today called Uncovering the Gifts of COVID. So I want to kind of explain the process that I went through yesterday. So I actually have my blog in front of me and I'm going to read a little, I'm going to read the first paragraph because this is when I finished the first paragraph. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to pull it together? So it goes, there's no denying that COVID-19 has had a huge impact on the entire world. Many people have gotten sick, died, or lost somebody to the virus. Many of us do not know one single person who has gotten the virus and resent the rest of the world for overreacting. Many of us work in healthcare and are exhausted from being on the front lines and witnessing so much sadness daily. Many of us are challenged with way too much family time in our homes. Many of us are lonely because we are stuck at home alone and feeling disconnected from others. Many of us have lost our jobs and can't put food on the table. And many of us have even lost our homes and have nowhere to go. Out of all those people, though, the one thing that we do have in common is that we all have a brain and we all have our own unique experience of what COVID has meant for us and our own perception created by the thoughts that we choose to have. Well, let me rephrase that because it would be more accurately the thoughts that we're having because most people don't even know that they can choose their thoughts. They don't even know that that's an option. But so anyway, you see all these different, and I didn't even cover all the different ways that people experience COVID and the different perceptions they might have. And then I was trying to kind of figure out a way to make everyone feel better in a four-minute read and a 20-minute podcast. (laughs) So clearly, I'm good at podcasting, but I'm not that good. Actually, I don't think anyone's that good. Um, So then that's what led me to my own story. So I'm going to tell you when COVID really got real for me. Uh, It's when they canceled the NBA season, right? Did that happen for anybody else out there too? I was like, holy crap, capitalistic United States of America, totally into sports, just canceled the season. When that happened, I was like, oh no, we are really in trouble. Something is really going on here and this is going to be bigger bigger than we ever anticipated. Little did we know at the time that we would still be dealing with it. Can you imagine if we knew then how long this was going to go on for? I don't think the the human psyche could have could have dealt with that. So I actually think it's okay the way it's unfolding and then it's sort of been a progression of acceptance, right? But anyway, so right around the time that the NBA canceled, I was going to the conference in Boston, um, the Occupational Therapy Conference, and I was super excited because I'd never been to Boston before, and I've been wanting to go forever. Got this really great hotel room. I was going to live large on my own a couple of days, and then Bob was going to come and visit me, and we were just going to have this great this great trip. So that got canceled. And then we were also going to have a family trip to Aspen that I was very excited about. We got a, we rented a nice place and really looking forward to that because we hadn't um, been traveling nearly as much as we used to. But as we all know, 
many, many trips were canceled. And we had to adjust to the fact that we don't have nearly as much control over things as we actually thought we did. Now, I know in some ways that can be scary because we love to control everything. That's what makes us feel better and it makes us feel safer. But for me, being a problem solver and the type of person that feels like they have to fix everything for everyone else, COVID was so big and so huge and there was like literally nothing you could do about it. It kind of brought me um, some relief to know that no matter how I tried or no matter what I did, I wouldn't be able to change anything about it. So it was sort of like it forced me to accept it in a way that maybe people who aren't problem solvers or fixers, um, you know, that they just really couldn't understand. So for me, that, that was the first gift that I didn't have to be in control. I didn't have to fix it. And I could just um, experience it with everyone else and, and let it unfold. So once I relinquished control, then the next step for me with COVID was to accept reality. Now, this is very, very difficult for a lot of people to do. And it was a, it was difficult for me at first, but then but then it wasn't because I just, you know, I shifted my mindset and it worked for me. Everyone just kept talking about all the trips they were supposed to go on, all the things that they were supposed to do, all the plans they had on their calendar that got canceled and that they were supposed to be in Boston like me or they were supposed to be in Aspen or they were supposed to go to that conference or they were supposed to go to that convention or, you know, whatever it might be. And everything was said in the tone it's supposed to, right? But the, the ugh, this is just like such a wild concept to me that nobody seems to know about is there is no supposed to. Okay, we weren't supposed to do anything. The only thing we were ever supposed to do was have all our trips canceled and have to stay home because of COVID. And we know that's what we were supposed to do, because that's what actually happened. There isn't an alternative universe out there where everybody got to carry on and not have COVID. So it doesn't exist when we have this idea that things are supposed to be a different way or we should somehow be different or other people should be different. That's just a mental construct. It's not even real. It's a delusion. The the trips and all the things that we thought we were going to do, the fact that we even think that we have any control over our calendar and life in general is basically a huge coincidence that things work out the way we want them to as often as they are. But it isn't really because we're in control of anything. Well, we're not in control of anything around us. And we're certainly not in control of people. Which brings me to my next point, which is how angry people get with one another because of the way they're dealing with COVID. Now, I understand. I totally understand. I mean, I have my own philosophy, right? I've been pretty conservative and I really um, stay home. I social distance. I wear my mask. I do all that stuff. But there's a lot of people that just don't buy into that. They just, and they get to decide. I don't get to dictate to other people what I think they should do during COVID. Now, there's there's a large majority of Americans that believe that They do have the right to do that because the decisions that these people are making are going to impact them. But the truth is, 
you can't make them do it. So even if you think they should, and you really believe that your thought is truthful, and it's what's best for America, the next thing you have to do is look at whether it's a useful thought for you to have, if it causes your blood pressure to go sky high, makes you go into a deep depression, and feel like you can't even love your fellow countrymen, because all you can do is judge and criticize them. When I realized that it's optional for how I want to approach COVID, for how I want to think and how I want to act, that was a huge gift for me that I didn't have to be filled with anger and resentment and bitterness towards other Americans because they didn't think the way I did. Now, I'm not knocking those of you that still want to continue, you know, with your judgment and your criticism, but I just want you to know it's optional and it's not really hurting the people that you're judging and criticizing. You're the only one that's actually experiencing it. So for me, it was the first time in my life that I realized that when I am being that way towards other people, I'm the only one that's getting hurt and that that's just not the way I want to feel. You know, it, it like self-righteousness was a big part of who I used to be. And I thought it was a good thing. I didn't even realize that it wasn't working for me and that that wasn't the way I wanted to be because I didn't even, you know, I didn't have the insight about myself. But so for me, that was, that was a really big gift. I also want to point out, because this is a really important point, that if everybody was supposed to be approaching COVID the same exact way, then they would be approaching it the same exact way. If everybody was supposed to be on the same page, wearing masks, social distancing, staying at home, not getting together with people, then that would be the reality that we're experiencing in our lives, right? But it's never been like that. Not about anything. Look at our look at our country in terms of politics. It's completely divided. And Congress doesn't get anything done. And everybody gets frustrated over that. And everybody thinks it should be different. And it should be handled, you know, it should be so much more productive. And we should have made so much more progress. But again, we're with the delusions here in the mental constructs of that how things should be, and not how they are. And Eckhart Tolle in A New Earth, one of my favorite books ever, changed my life. He says that the majority of suffering comes from resisting reality. Well, whenever we think something or somebody should be different than they are, that, my friends, is resisting reality. Instead of resisting reality, I decided, because this is my philosophy in life and it might work for you, that everything happens for a reason exactly as planned, designed for me to learn valuable lessons. So my approach to COVID was to be able to learn as many lessons from it as I could and to accept the reality and the limitations of the situation. That decision served me in so many ways. It's the best thing that I ever did. So um, in terms of business, um, let me give you a little background. I had gotten my doctorate in occupational therapy about a year before. I tried to start an elder care consulting business where I was going to go to people's homes and do home safety evaluations as part of my OT background. 
And um, I was like really, really struggling. I was like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? I totally regretted starting a business, telling anybody about it. I was mortified about my inability to get any clients and how to make it work. And I was just full of perpetual self-doubt. It was horrible. Um, But as January came, around the corner, I decided I was going to give it another shot. So I found this new new energy and this new sense of purpose. And I joined three chambers and I went to events and I started networking. And I was really getting energized by that and trying to make things happen. And it was like for a month and then COVID hit. And then that was it. Everything shut down. So I was like, oh, man, But because I had this whole idea now that everything happens for a reason, I decided, okay, well, there's nothing else to do. I I can't, I can't network. I didn't get into the technology part of it yet. So what else can I do? And I just decided I was going to totally work on myself. I was just going because that's also a big part of who I am. I'm always trying to evolve to the next, you know, layer of myself and to try to improve. Um, I used to do it before because I thought I had to, to feel worthy. I don't, that's not my mindset now. I do it because that's what I think I'm here to do. That's, that's why I think, that's why I think COVID hit actually, because that's what we're all supposed to be doing. And many, many of us are not doing that. So I started doing self-help books, listening to podcasts, and I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he's and I was telling him about Eckhart Tolle's The New Earth, because I was telling everyone about him, and he said, did you ever listen to Brooke Castillo's podcast? And I said, no, I'll have to check it out. No lie, I heard that, that podcast, and it, it couldn't have been, I think it was three days, and I was signed up for certification at the Life Coach School, and my first initial... Um, thought was, no, I can't do this. I just did a doctorate program. Am I just going to keep going back to school over and over again for the rest of my life? But, But this time, because I really believe in signs and the fact that Brooke Castillo is also a fan of Eckhart Tolle and that my friend called at the time that they did and that they had a certification program, it was just like became a no brainer. And luckily, my husband was very supportive. So I decided to enroll in the school. And I decided that no matter what happens, even if I never got a single client, the personal growth was going to just far outweigh any other benefit I could possibly get anyway. So I was just 100% in and I have been ever since. Um, It's been amazing. And I, while I recognize that a lot of people have really struggled this year, and I have sympathy and empathy and compassion for them, And I've also helped a lot of people this year, and I provided a lot of free coaching, and I have a caregiver support group that I host, and I did some stuff at the YMCA trying to um, restore tablets and get them out to people who need them so they can communicate in skilled nursing facilities and that type of thing. While I have all the compassion for all those people, I still have to celebrate the fact that I just experienced the best year of my life. And the reason why is because of the personal transformation that took place within me. The first six months of COVID were getting certified as a life coach. And then the last six months were the entrepreneur course, completely showing me how to start my business, get clients, believe in myself and get the mindset so that I can then go out and help other people to achieve the same transformation that I have. 
So if you can open up your mind and open up your heart, maybe you too can uncover the gifts of COVID. As promised, I want you to know that I did finish recording and I did it in a shorter period than any of the other episodes. So how about that? See you next week. If you like what you heard here today, please subscribe to my podcast and give me a quick review and a rating of five so I can get the word out there. If you're interested in coaching or joining the Brain BS community, you can go to www.thebrainbs.com where you can subscribe to my emails and look at the coaching options that are available to you. Remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your Brain BS.